what's happening. Good morning, good evening, good night, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Thank you, and welcome to the very first episode of The Casual Podcast. That's what we're going to call it, right? That's what we're going to call it. All right, my name is David, or many people know me as Fabian, and to my left, I have my little brother, or technically my nephew, Isaac. Or you can call me Ike. Everybody calls me Ike, so yeah. that's okay. Whatever rolls off, uh, what rolls off your tongue. So we're calling this. Why are we calling this the Casual Podcast? Let's just give a little brief, um, if you will, introduction to this whole project. Yeah, it's a creative name, right? Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> no, um, as simple as it is, I think it's a perfect name for this style of podcast that we're gonna do. I think. For the longest time, I was thinking, what, what are we going to talk about? We knew we wanted to do a podcast. We just didn't know. This is what we're going to talk about, right? And I think the casual podcast is just a broad and generic. And I think that's what we're going to be is just kind of whatever's going on in the world or whatever it is that we're going through. We're, we're going to have conversations. And, and I think we can agree most people go through the same things we go through along the line. So, Right. And I think one of the reasons why I think we want to do this, well, I'll speak for myself. So um, having a, a, a background in radio, that was a big part of my life for, a, you know, for a handful of years here in the Tri-Cities where we're from. And I really enjoyed it. And not only was it just like a creative avenue for me, um, but it really allowed me to kind of document my life for all the years that I was on air. Um, and I think that that's kind of lacking in my life right now. And I miss that one being creative and two um, being able to, in this case, in this, um, you know, in this uh, form of media, being able to listen back to what, you know, was happening in my life or what's going on in my life right now. I think that's going to be pretty cool, you know. So I think that for me, those are two of the reasons why um, when you were like pushing me and encouraging me to like, hey, man, let's, yeah. let's record this podcast. Yeah, I was like, man, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. And. Honestly, I was just pushing you because I felt that that was missing in your life. It's like some people are just meant to do things, meant mm -hmm. to do, you know, meant to be creative. And I think sure. you're one of those people that has to have something going on in the creative realm of things. So yeah. I'm glad you're doing it. For me, honestly, I just, I don't even know if I'm good at it. I just want to do it and have well, fun. Well, who cares if you're good? I mean, who, That's true. the only person who says that, the only person who thinks that if you're good at it or not good at it is you. That's because, so true. Because who freaking cares what anybody else thinks? Like, let them decide. For all you know, for all you know, you sound amazing because you have a radio audio voice. Like, come on, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that you never know. But we're we're hard on ourselves. And we are. One of the I know we've had this conversation, you know, without the microphones, but we need to, you know, get out of the get out of our comfort zone and like really forget about what people think about you because if we let people dictate or the opinions or even the perceived opinions of what other people think about That's us, what it is perceived, perceived you know, because yeah. not everyone is thinking something negative about you, but in our head, people are. If we let that dictate our life, man, like we would still be living with our moms and like we would mm -hmm. accomplish absolutely nothing in our lives. That's true. And we, when we've had these conversations, I think one of the things you've always said is that's just how you grow. Mm -hmm. You know, you stop caring what people think and you start doing things, you know, for the sheer pleasure of things and for growing. And I think right. that's one of these, one of these things that'll help me grow in a lot of ways, not just creatively, but just in believing in myself and being confident and yeah. doing things that I want to do. Exactly. And it's going to be pretty cool. And if you're listening to this, um, you've made it a whole, how many minutes? 
does it say minute 20 uh, i don't know how many 114 minutes. bars 114 seconds <laughs> bars bars yeah, okay kind of. um you are also going to be able to listen to us grow so i hope you tag along um and yeah and and you can always join the conversation we're going to be posting a lot of this stuff obviously where everyone lives and that is on the internet webs yeah. Um, and hopefully you can join the conversation on some of the topics that we're going to be having. Okay, so let's get into it. You told me that you wanted to talk to me about something today. And so, so spill the beans. What, what did you want to talk to me about? So I don't know if I, everybody that's listening to knows this, but David is a dad. Um, yes. Proud dad. I love proud being dad. A dad. Yeah. <laughs> of a beautiful little girl, um, Amelia. Yeah. And I don't know if everybody knows this. Maybe you do. But there's another one in the oven. So he's about to be a dad, a whole father of two <laughs> Children. That's so funny how you guys say he's a whole father. He's a whole dad. What? I've, I've been uh, the people I hang around with, man. They're a lot younger than me, so I think yeah. my vocabulary kind of sounds like that. Yeah. Yes, I am. A, I'm a whole dad, and we have a baby number two is on the way, due in January. And mm-hmm. um, I'll just give a quick shout out to my wife because I know she's going to be listening to this, or she's listening to this right now. And uh, anyway, she's the one doing the work. I'm not doing anything. So. Um, we gotta, you know, she's, she's the one, her body is going through a transformation for the second time and somehow she still manages to look absolutely beautiful. So, yes. So, uh, first of all, it must be exciting, right? Very much so. Very, very much. I will say, so since we're talking about babies and stuff, I'll just fill you in a little bit. And I don't know if I told you about this, but, um, Ike, but, um, when my wife first when we when she found out she told me that we were having baby number two yeah like the very first thought i had in my head was um i was and this is gonna be i'm just gonna be honest i was a little sad for like two minutes maybe because i immediately thought um man we're not gonna get to enjoy amelia by herself like too much longer yeah that makes sense and like, like i i don't know and i immediately thought about her and thinking like how is she gonna feel like you know, but, but this, is, this is so crazy, though, because she's like a little kid. She's a little baby. Like, she's not going to remember. For all she knows, she's going to grow up with another sibling, and they just always were together. But in my head, I was already thinking, like, oh, no. Like, she never got to spend, like, a lot of time Got to alone. be kind of the only child. Exactly. Yeah, so spoiled one. Exactly. So for, um, for, like, two minutes, my wife told me this, and I was, one, shocked, and two, I was... Uh, I was a little sad, but then after that, like quickly, like excitement, you know, obviously yeah. excitement. And then you really, we're like making a whole okay. smokes. Here Gotta we go. Down. Yeah. Here we go. Where's all the money going to come from to raise baby number two? It was like, oh yeah. my gosh. But no, I'm, we're very excited. Yeah. Definitely. Honestly, I'm super excited for you. Yummy. Let me ask you, let me ask okay. you why though. Why? Because he, why? here's why I'm asking this because <laughs> before I had my daughter, like I could care less about any other little kid. I'm being serious. Like I did not, I was not, a, I'm not like, like Deanna, like my wife who like, she just loved carrying little kids and likes playing with them. And me, like even my nieces and nephews, like when they were little, okay, like, yeah, I'll carry you, you're cute. Like, oh, whatever. I don't really care. Like, okay. Here's why. Why do you guys get excited? I, I think, well, Yami gets excited. My wife gets excited because the same way Deanna got excited for babies before she even had her. She likes right? kids. She likes. She kids. likes kids. She okay, works okay. with kids. That's what she does. Sure. Me, on the other hand, I was like you. I could care less when someone had a child. As mean as that sounds, I, I really. I mean, they were cute and I'd hold them or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, like it just it's it, cool. It, it's yeah, whatever. <laughs> it is whatever, right? But 
when you had Amelia, mm-hmm. it was it was different. Like it, it even felt different. I felt like this different type of feeling. Like when you had that baby, I was as excited as probably not as excited as you, obviously, but I was right. like as excited as I've ever been in life for anything. And it was weird. And I think the reason for it is just the relationship that you and I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the oldest one. Sure. So none of my siblings have had a child. I haven't had the privilege of being an uncle. Like I am an uncle, but you know, someone as close as me and you, right. I haven't had that privilege. And so when you had Amelia, it's like, she's my niece. Like I, and I kind of felt that for the first time ever in my life. Mm-hmm. Not kind of, I did. That was the first time ever. And I think I could say the same for like Sam and stuff, you know, cause we, we never cared about other babies, but now Amelia, it's like, yeah, that's Amelia. That's, okay. Okay. That's let's fill, let's fill, let's fill him or her that's listening right now. And who's Sam? Because we're okay. probably going to talk about Sam a lot. That's true. So Sam, shout out Sam, is my cousin, David's other nephew, right? Um, we all grew up together. So we have this brother relationship. We, we went were, to school we together. Were, we, we, were, we were even games. in a band together. We were in a band together. So <laughs> if you want to listen to us, you know, you, you still can. We're right. on iTunes, right? Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, that's Sam. He's kind of the other other guy. He's our... The third musketeer. Yeah. So um, okay, okay. So you were saying that you would probably feel the same way when Sam has a kid. Yes. Really. I definitely will. Yeah. I, it just the relationship that I have with you, the relationship that I have with Sam, it's it's a brother type of relationship. Sure. So you having your kid, and when Sam has his kid, it's it's that I'm an uncle feeling. Yeah. And and I've never felt that in my life. So yeah, yeah I'm excited. Well, I'm excited for you guys to have kids because maybe I'll have that same feeling. Because honestly, like I, well. That's kind of silly to say because I am your guys's. <laughs> I just realized how weird that sounds. But I am your guys's uncle. Yeah, so technically. That's kind of that's weird. It is weird. It's like full circle, like just. What oh would my you gosh. be to my kids for real? <clears throat> what? What would you be to my kids? Like I would be your second uncle. Second uncle to my kids. I don't know if you know what I would be. Okay, so if you know what I would be to Isaac's kids, Isaac is my nephew. What would I be to Isaac's future kids? Like, hit me up. Yeah, but I want to know. I'm curious. Yeah, that's I don't know. But yeah, man, I'm really excited, and I think the biggest thing, you know, is we get to spend time with Amelia, right? Mm -hmm. We get to hang out with her. But when then it comes time to actually be a parent and do all the dirty work of being a parent, we don't have to deal with it. So I'm excited for that too. (laughs) Like I can carry this baby, and then when they when they go poop or pee, like. Well, there you go, man. Well, I will say Yami does a really good job. She like That's always true. says like, "Oh, I'll change her. That's okay. I'll change her." Which I don't know why she does that because who in the right mind like likes to change dirty diapers? I think she does it to be nice and to like. I think yeah, she probably. understands. I think she understands like, "Hey, man, these guys probably these guys change dirty diapers all day every day." Mm. So I like uh, Yami. I know. I I notice. Yeah. I notice that you sometimes change Amelia's diaper, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. So, yeah. Yes. And I honestly. I'm excited for when I have a kid because I feel that my wife's a cheat code, man. She's going to be good with babies, I think, yeah. right off the bat. You know, she works with them and, and she's done it her whole life almost. So, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I will say, though, don't, um, don't, like, don't let her do everything. You no. know, like, yeah. like, even though she may not ask for help, because that's how women are sometimes. Um, sometimes they won't ask for a lot of help. And I feel like maybe even, like, it might be in a culture thing because, um, so all our, obviously our family, you know, our family is from Mexico, so we're, we're Mexican American, right? But I feel like in a Mexican culture, women do so much and guys just like chill out and play dominoes and watch TV. And it's true. So I feel like, um, 
sometimes women have it already like instilled in them that, hey, this is my job. I'm a mom. And so it comes with all these responsibilities. But um, like I, I really want to urge you and I can give you any piece of advice on like when you guys do have kids is, man, help her out. Yeah. Help her out as much as you can. And because it, it it's tough. It's a lot of work. You know, yeah. I see everything my wife does and it's like, man, I would go crazy if I had to, if, if I, if I had to do everything that my wife does and yeah. naturally because, you know, I work outside of the home, she works in the home and it's just, she has a lot tougher job than I do. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think people realize just how tough a job being, uh, you know, someone that stays at home to take care of kids. I, I believe it, man. I, I do think that it's a really tough job. My mom did that for every child she had and i i started seeing it at the very end when mm-hmm. when she had a, my little brother yeah. um i started seeing how tough a job it was because well you were older and you understood i was a little older i understood i would see how she would take care of us four mm-hmm. at one time you know summer vacation nobody's in school my dad would get home and she'd still have dinner ready the house clean and i was just like holy smokes yeah. these women they do it all yeah and 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 I don't think it's just a uh, cultural thing. I think it's just this like nature thing where women are just nurturing by nature. Sure. So I think they feel pride in a sense, you know, the same way a guy feels pride for the work he does sure. with his hands, right? I think a, a girl feels pride in the way that they nurture their baby. So of course they're not going to ask for a ton of help, but I, I like that. I, I definitely got to offer myself yeah. to my wife yeah. when the time comes. And I'll, I'll definitely remind you. Cause, yeah, please cause do, please do, because I, I might need it. I will, like, because it's so easy to be, uh, it's so easy to be complacent, and it's so easy to be lazy, lazy. You know, that's the thing that I fight with the most. Like, I try not to be, I try not to be lazy, because man, it gets so easy. It gets so easy to be lazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm we're really excited to have baby number two. So tell me something, um, Baby number one, I can only imagine you're mm-hmm. probably nervous. You don't know what to expect because if you, you've never had a baby. Mm-hmm. Is it different for baby number two? Do you feel like you know what you're going to expect? Are you preparing any differently? Are, are, do you feel prepared because you've already gone through this once? Um, so we feel, I mean, I, I'll just speak for myself. I feel, I definitely feel like this one might be a little bit easier because we do know what to expect. You right. know what I mean? Um, we know how much work it entails. Hmm. Like, that's the thing. I never would have understood how much work, you know, having a newborn in your house was going to be. Right. Um, and now we actually know, we actually, we actually know what that's going to, what that's going to entail. Yeah. And two, I feel like it's not going to be as big as a financial burden because we, we well know what to expect. But two, like we have a lot of the same stuff that, um, that we can reuse for Amelia, like car seat. Um, we have a crib already. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So just a lot of those little things that I think eases your brain. Like we're equipped to have a sure. little baby already. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. You've, you've done it once. So yeah. you're sort of prepared. But I mean, I would imagine there's still going to be these things that you just were never prepared for. You think so? Yeah, I think every yes. Yes and no. Um, for the first part. No, I think like all babies are kind of the same for them. I mean, I, th- I mean, I don't know. I haven't been a parent that long. True. But um, later on, though, yes, like every kid has their own personality. So like right now, Amelia has her own personality. And, it, you know, this next baby, shoot, might be completely. That's true. Completely different in I personality. Think, I think that tends to be the case. Yeah. Like, like this next kid could be because I feel like Amelia, she's such a good kid. 
And I don't just say that because she's my daughter, but like we can just sit down. Sometimes we're tired of playing with her and we'll just sit down and, and like play on our phones or watch TV or something. And she'll just like relax and chill and play with their toys, play with their books, like, you know. Yeah. And I think, like, man, this next one, what if this next one's, like, jumping off the wall? You know what I mean? So I'm Get just, ready. I'm a little scared for that. I'm no, a little sure. scared for that. Uh, by the way, one of my favorite things about Amelia is that mm-hmm. her favorite toys are books. Yeah, it's pretty I neat. love that. It's pretty neat. That um, is kind of cool. Yeah, I, I can't take full credit for that because I think my wife does a really good job of, well, one, we've, we've decided, like, as, you know, as our family to make reading important. That's and awesome. it's crazy because... I wouldn't consider myself a big reader, honestly, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Like now, I just a few months ago, I discovered Audible. And I say discovered like I actually signed up. <laughs> I knew what Audible was, but I, uh, I subscribed to Audible. And um, so I, I listen to books now, you know, especially because for work, I drive a lot now here in town. And um, so I just pop my headphones in and I listen. Someone's reading the book. Yeah, yeah. And it's, sometimes it's the author, so it's like it's pretty cool. It's like they're yeah. reading to you. But it does take some getting used to. But yeah, I love that, Amelia. Yeah, loves books. It's weird because I've never been the reading kind too, but the times I was ever into books was mm-hmm. when the teacher would read them out loud and really? I would follow it. So yeah. it might it be like, something I like. Yeah, but we really decided, we read this book. I think it's called, I don't remember the author, um, but we, we bought this book and it's called The Read Aloud Family. Um, and it basically, it's this lady. She basically is giving you, parents the reason every reason why they should be reading to their kids and the thing is like everyone knows oh yeah you know read your kids to 30 minutes a day or whatever but they think that they're supposed they think it's okay to stop reading to their kids after they learn how to read themselves Mm. and this author this lady makes the point that there are so many benefits to continuing to read to your kids even after they can read for themselves Mm. like teenagers you know like still read to them because it becomes um they learn a lot of lessons just as we would from life experiences. Right. Our kids can learn lessons from the experiences of the characters in the books and then hopefully be more empathetic or, you know, be smarter at making certain decisions. I mean, it's just, it's just really good. Um, I think it's called the read aloud family, but if you, if you want to check it out, if you're listening um, and you want to check it out, it's a really good book. Hmm. That's, yeah. a, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about something here. You mentioned Deanna earlier, your wife. Sure. Um, I don't know if people know this listening, but Deanna doesn't live near her family. No, right? she doesn't. Totally different state. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of curious as to, and I know a little bit cause you know, we've, we know her, mm-hmm. um, but I'm kind of curious as to how tough it is for her to be away from her family when things like this are happening, right? Amelia's born sure. and luckily her mom was here for that. I remember. Um, and now this baby number two is going to be born and like these Babies are kind of going through life um, with one set of grandparents, your parents, and mm-hmm. then the other set of grandparents and aunts and uncles. Like, how does Deanna, how, does that, does that kind of affect how Deanna is sometimes or um, how she feels? Sometimes, yeah. You know, I'll see it. I'll, I can see it. Sometimes she's sad. Um, like, just this weekend, my mother-in-law, my father-in-law, so they just recently relocated from L.A. to Phoenix mm-hmm. or to the Phoenix area. And um, just this weekend, they had their, they had their like housewarming party, and so all the family from California went to Phoenix and they spent the weekend there. Went and they far. just yeah, because it's like a five six hour drive. Right. Um, and they went there and they you know they just had like food and like literally all of Deanna's family was there, 
And so Deanna was seeing it on social media. And, you know, I could see that she was sad, you know. And I think it makes her sad. She really loves her nieces and nephews a lot. And I think it makes her sad that they aren't going to grow up knowing um, Amelia as much. As much, really. Yeah. You know, like I have cousins that left when I was like 11, 12. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know them. Like, they're completely different people. I Even though I see them on social media, like... So I think... I don't know. We'll have to formulate a plan. Um, I know for now, Deanna sees her family at least at least twice a year. You know, I, we would love to make it three, four times a year. Yeah. And maybe one day when I'm making the big bucks, you know, <laughs> for we sure. can make that happen. For sure. Um, and I, I think that's commendable, too. Um, Deanna sometimes just goes by herself, right? Deanna most and, of the and time, Amelia? Yeah. Most of the time, because I've either had a new job or um, I just don't have the vacation time or like honestly I can't take a week off and like Deanna doesn't want to go for just two days three days no like if you haven't seen your family in months like you're, yeah, you want to spend some time with them weeks, yeah a yeah. week you know we tried two weeks man it was bad it was it was like yeah. it was torture I, man it was dude, being honestly, without my wife for two weeks sucked I do not know how you like I, I try to imagine so one time my wife had a work thing mm-hmm. she was gone for one night man and I was like Oh my God. It's crazy, dude. It is. So I can only imagine longer than even a few days. Yeah. So we, we told each other, hey, like we tried two weeks. It's just, uh, <laughs> it's too long. Cut it down, right? No. And then especially now having Amelia, like it took, it took like four or five days for her to warm up to me again. That's how bad it, like wow. that's how bad. I mean, it's crazy. Oof. Yeah. But you're with your kids so much that you notice the difference. You notice like, hey, this is the way they are. And after being gone for four or five, and she was younger too. She was like six months, yeah. eight months, I think. So now um, she's old, a little bit older. I think it would have the same effect, but they're only going for a week this time. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're going here pretty soon, huh? Yeah, in, some in September. Yeah, they'll be going. They'll be in Arizona for a week and stuff. I won't get to go, but you know, Maybe. but she'll get to go. But hey, we can hang, hang out up. and watch football. Heck yeah, grill, mm-hmm. grill. Yeah, I think um, she's she's gonna be gone like first. First week of football, so yeah. So I'll just be watching. I'm not gonna say TV. there's ever a good time to be away from your wife, but if there ever was, <laughs> say it'd so be dumb. week one of football. Yeah, no, I'm just joking. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so you were telling me that you wanted that you wanted to talk about something. That um, what was that you were telling me that you were thinking about on your way back from the gym? Uh, talking about like uh, that had to do with me. Yeah. Oh, just my wife and I. We just turned two years. Oh, that's right. We yes. just turned two years. Okay, perfect. So how does it feel from being two years married from the difference from two years to one year? What have you learned in that one year? A lot, man. It's crazy. So it's just, it's crazy. Marriage, it still feels so new to me. Like yeah. I've been married for two years and I mean, to a lot of people that's, that's still considered pretty new, right? Oh, very new, man. Very but, new. But it just, it feels so new to me. I, I keep learning every day, but then again, it, it, I've gotten into this rhythm now too. Like For sure second year it's like okay i know i know what i got myself into yeah and we keep on going i know what to do uh, when my wife says certain things now like i'm mm-hmm. learning you know sure and i still am yeah. like and, and she has to help me sometimes well, like yeah man you well know? first of all we're not mind readers so uh mm, ladies women. if you want your husband to know something just tell sometimes him. you just gotta tell him you know and yeah. they'll get better at it trust me like I've gotten better at picking up these hints and, mm-hmm. and you know, I wouldn't say that's one of the biggest things I've learned, but it definitely like the way that she communicates, I guess, is the big thing. Yeah. The hey. way that she communicates and like we communicate, it's the biggest yeah. thing I think we've okay. probably learned. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Cause, okay. um, well, let's see if you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Okay. But yeah. I know I'm going to put you on the spot here, but what would you say makes Yami the most 
angriest? Now being married two years, Ooh. I'm sure you've like really pissed her off a couple times at least. What would you say like makes her like the most angry? The most angry? Uh, what is it? That, what is it that you do that just makes I think her, like her biggest pet peeve? I think is when she's given me. Sometimes it's not hints at what she wants. It's just sometimes she'll she'll. She expects me to know things, and I do know them. She knows that I know So it. it's something that she's, like, either told you before yes. or that you've uncovered on your own. Mm-hmm. Like, you already know this, and she knows that you know this. And, and I don't change, or I don't do, like, you know? Okay, give me a practical example. Okay. Can, you think of, can you think of one thing? I'm trying to think. And I'm, I'm sorry I'm getting personal, but I think this is super interesting. Because, okay, here's Because I feel one. like Yami is so soft-spoken. Like, she I is. can't even, like, imagine her getting angry at you. No, and and... Thankfully, she's soft-spoken enough that she doesn't yell at me or anything. Oh. But I think the thing that bothers her is I've come to learn about her love language. And sure. for her, it's a lot of words of assurance and, and like these sweet words and these things. And to be honest, I'm not the sweetest guy. You're like, like you're a little dry. I, I can be. And I and I am. And, and naturally. I think, naturally, yes. I am. Okay. And it's one of the things that I, I, I strive to change every day. I want to mm-hmm. be better at that. Every, and I've gotten better. I think you can ask her. And she'll tell you, yeah, he's gotten better. But there's still times where I have a great opportunity to say something, right? Like she sets she you just up. Got a, yeah, she like just she got throws you the alley-oop. Yeah, like she just got a haircut and she'll wave her hair. And I'm like, hey, babe. And Dang. things like that, you know? And <laughs> that, so she just got a haircut and that didn't happen. I made sure oh, that's good, man. to check it out. And like I notice these things now and I'm getting better at it. But yeah. I would say that that's one Give of yourself the a reminder things. on your iPhone, bro. Honestly, I, I whatever it takes, right? Yeah. But I, I would say it's that, and it's and it's just two different forms of communicating, two different forms of the way we grew up, and just we perceive, I think, the way we love each other in a sure. different way. So like, just for me, it's communicating to her, and and sometimes I don't do it the way that that makes her feel loved, yeah, and and assured about my love for her, and I think that's one of the biggest. Yeah piece of hers well i'm i'm glad that you like recognize it because i think a lot of people um you know i think a lot of the times when problems arise in a marriage um it's because people aren't you know reflecting or self-reflecting or Mm -hmm. you know they aren't aware of the decisions that they're making the actions that they're that they're taking and when you at least can recognize oh man like i'm this is you know consistent i'm i'm consistently doing this and it is giving me this result. My wife is upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what do I need to do to change it? You know, exactly. it's a good thing that you are at least that you're aware. And yeah. that you're, you know, you're, and honestly, I think that's what matters the most. Like our wives know that we're not perfect and yeah, we know they that do. they're not. Exactly. So as long as we're continuing to work, I mean, honestly, that's what marriage is. Like if you're dating someone and you want to get married to them, like you better know that it's going to be a life of working on things. Because and it is. It is. It is. But just when you think you've, you've, okay. We got through this. I've learned this about my wife. There's these other things that are just gonna, you know, different new things, new adventures every day. Yeah. And like, I feel, I still feel every day I'm learning something new mm-hmm. about my wife. Maybe not every day, but like, you know, there's, just, I learned something new about my wife today or in a couple months, I know there's gonna be something that I'm gonna learn about my wife. And it's yeah. like, but honestly, that's kind of a, Fun thing, a good thing about marriage. That's a beautiful too. thing, honestly. It really is. Yeah, because it keeps you fresh, you know. And it, of course. See, that's why I don't understand when people say like, "Oh man, you know, I, um, I'm just not, you know, I'm not in love with this person anymore." You know, you hear that a lot. You know, thankfully, yeah. you know, thankfully around the my circle and you know people that I know and stuff. You know, they aren't going through that right now, but I have heard. You know, you hear it all the time. I fell out of love with this person, mm-hmm. or this person changed, and it's like, well, 
that's that's a nice thing like that keeps it fresh like it's awesome when someone evolves into another person and you can still continue to love that person for who they yeah. are you know what i mean that's so true and i think people you know put too much emphasis on the emotion of love right oh, yeah. uh, on that feeling of love right mm-hmm. and thankfully i still feel that for my wife sometimes i see her she she just got ready for church or something yeah. and i'm like wow you get, get the, the butterflies, butterflies. Like, exactly ah, yeah um and, and i pray that everybody gets that for their wives when they get ready sure and but the truth is up. that there's some days that it's exactly. not going to be like that exactly there's there's days where you're going to get home from yeah. work and you're just tired and like and that's when loving becomes an action. It's something that you have to intentionally do. Right. Exactly. Know? Because you made a commitment. You know exactly. What I mean? You made a commitment. And that's what it is. It's a exactly. promise and a commitment. And I want, as a man, I want my word to mean something. Mm-hmm. So when I promised to my wife that I was going to love her through good and bad, like through sick and through health, like I mean that. And I take pride in that as a man. Yeah. And, and as you should, you know, um, I think it's very important. And I think that's a strong foundation to have. You know, I know you don't have kids right now and... One day, you know, I know you guys want to have kids. Um, you know, I think the best thing you can do for your family, you know, is to continue to work on your marriage and to continue to work on that relationship and to work on the practical things, you know, because things will change when you have kids. But I think if you have a strong foundation, if you and her are on the same page, mm-hmm. when things start getting more difficult because of kids, because naturally it's just going to like yeah. when you're running on two hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. And you have this screaming little thing like in your in your house now that you can't give away because uh-huh. it's you know it's yeah. illegal to it's frowned upon to do that mm-hmm. or it's you know it's it's not very cool okay I should say that it's not illegal you can definitely you can give your kid away you know there's ways yeah. there's ways okay <laughs> um, it's not illegal but it's you know it's definitely not something that everyone should do um, it's gonna get difficult and yeah. if you have a strong foundation um, that's really it, it's really gonna help your family just you know. That, that is the foundation. It's going to help your family blossom and, and develop the way it should. I agree. And honestly, that's the biggest thing for me is I just, when I bring a little human into the world one day, you know, I don't know when that'll be. Yeah. Um, I definitely don't want to be too old either. Um, I just want to, ha- I want my relationship with my wife to be rock solid. It doesn't mean that we won't go through things, but I just, I, it, it's going to have this foundation. And I think we're still building upon that foundation, right? Yeah. Um, and, and I think that'll just make us better parents. Sure. Not perfect parents, but just me loving my wife and having that foundation, her loving me, and we have this foundation together to just help us in that next step in life. You know, exactly. whatever comes our way, yeah, we're gonna weather that. Yeah. Well, I have one more question for you because I know we gotta wrap this up. Yeah. Um, what What are your goals in the next two years? Man, it's crazy. I think these next two years are like critical for yeah. me and my wife, and I'm about that age, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So right now. We're both working full time and we're both going to school full time. So it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, but our, our goals, you know, our immediate goals, this next two year goals is mm-hmm. we want to buy a house. So we're working on that. We've been saving money. We've been working towards that. Sure. And, and we're, we're middle of the process right now. That's good. So I think I, I can see that happening here pretty soon. Um, the other one is, you know, I'm pretty close to getting my bachelor's degree and, and she's a little bit further away, but I think it's doable in the next two years. So that's, that's awesome. As far as that goes, that's where we're at. Um, and I would say it's not out of the realm of possibilities that we would consider having a, a baby Ooh, within within the next two years. I mean, it's two years, um, and I can't say that for sure. But That's kind of cool, man. Yeah, like I'm, I'm 25 and she's 23, and, and I think I'm getting to that, that point in my life where it'd be kind of cool to have a baby, and, yeah. and I get baby fever sometimes. And sure. I'm excited for that part of my life. I, I I don't know when it'll be, but I, I can see it maybe happening within the next two years. Yeah. Well, I'd be excited to 
to see you guys have kids, and I'd be excited that Amelia would have a play date partner. Yeah, yeah. and and honestly, Amelia having someone to play with, or my my baby one day when when they're born, having someone to play with, it, it reminds me of me and Sam and and you. Yeah, like we had each other growing up. We did everything together. We would played sports together, played music together, learned things together, went through hard times together. Like sure. we all seen the each other cry. Yeah, we, <laughs> like we did. And honestly. That's one of the biggest reasons I do want to have kids here in the... Not, not, okay, I shouldn't say like near future because people are going to think they're trying. No, right, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. But um, I do want to have that luxury of having my baby, you know, grow up with cousins. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I, I know how cool it is firsthand. So. Yeah. That's cool, yeah. man. Well, I'm excited for you guys. And, Thank you. you know, sorry for putting you on the spot, but... No, it's okay. I like um, it. I like it. it. Yeah. If you're still listening to this, I just want to say thank you for, you know, taking us on your drive or um, letting us in your in your home, wherever it is you're at. You know, I just want to thank you. Um, I know a lot of people have been saying, man, it's been a long time coming. Um, it's been a while since, you know, we haven't heard from you and stuff like that because people used to hear from me every single day every single on morning. the radio station, yeah. on the radio. So... Um, I'm not on the radio anymore, but you can still catch up with me and everything that has to, everything that's going on in my life, um, through this podcast. And I'm really excited about that. Um, so make sure that you subscribe wherever it is that you're, you know, getting your podcast from. And if you wouldn't mind, leave us a review, you know, even if it's a bad one, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Any review is a review itself. I don't care. Yeah. And if it is a bad one. At least just tell us what we're doing wrong so we can fix it, right? Yeah, I'll try to, we'll try to fix it, man. We're trying to do better, okay? So, but anyway, thank you for sticking around. Thank you for listening to the Casual Podcast. If you want to um, catch up with us on social media, we'd love to be your friend. Um, I am at It's David Fabian on pretty much everything. Where can mm-hmm. I find you? So I'm at Ike Barajas on pretty much everything as well. Yeah, so let's connect and let's continue this conversation. Yep. And if you want to be part of the conversation... You know, don't be afraid to be part of the conversation, ask your questions, do whatever. We'd love to hear it. Yep. Thank you.